Hello, welcome to the Sullivan County Democrat Podcast. I'm co-editor Joseph Abraham. Before we get into today's top stories, today's paper is filled with three special publications. First, we have a 44-page graduation keepsake, giving you a look at ceremonies and photos of the class of 2020 as we remember them. Also, we have the Bethel Destination Guide, showcasing all the town has to offer. And get up to date with the latest real estate news in our Home in the Country special publication. In news, staff writer Isabel Braverman gives an update on the coronavirus. Sullivan County public health officials have confirmed that new positive cases of coronavirus have been going down since the beginning of May. But public health director Nancy McGraw wants to remind people that just because the numbers are low does not mean the virus has gone away. Everyone should continue to wear face masks in public and keep socially distanced. Quote, we are in good shape, McGraw said. I want to reinforce the critical importance as we reopen and we get our summer influx of tourists and visitors and camps. Everyone continue to use social distancing and wearing face masks in public. It does prevent the transmission of the virus. Somebody can be asymptomatic and transmit the virus. That science continues to be true. These measures are what led the county to this point since the pandemic began in early March. The county saw a spike of cases in mid-March and April, reaching a high point of 516 active cases. But since the beginning of May, active cases are steadily declining. Staff writer Patricio Robayo talks about how local partners deliver meals and hope. Martin Marty Colavito, the community hub program manager in Monticello, starts most of his days at 6 a.m. loading up the van in Liberty at Cornell Cooperative Extension. He stocks the van with fresh produce, bread, eggs, and various fruit drinks, water, and pre-made meals. Afterwards, he begins his day-long venture out into the county to deliver those items to people in need during the COVID-19 pandemic. Colavito not only brings food, but he also brings conversation, laughter, and a little bit of light during these troubling times. Partnering with Sullivan allies leading together, SALT, CCE, and several school districts throughout the county, Colavito, along with SALT program manager Thomas Boskett, saw a need when the state began its stay-at-home order and residents no longer were able to pick up meals at the St. John Street Community Hub. Colavito and Boskett wanted to deliver those meals instead. They began to visit senior citizens, veterans, and anyone who needed a meal. Quote, Tom is a gem. He's a doer. Working with Tom is always an honor. This wouldn't be here without Tom, said Colavito. You can read the full story in today's news section. Also, Patricio gives an update on lost hikers who were found in Neversing. At approximately 8.42 p.m. on Tuesday, the Rock Hill Fire Department received reports of three missing hikers at the Neversink River Unique Area. The area, also known as the Neversink Gorge, spans over 4,000 acres and crosses the borders of the towns of Thompson and Forestburg and is a popular hiking and fishing spot. According to Rock Hill Fire Department Chief Brian Solaire, since the reopening of COVID-19, the popular hiking trail has become busier than usual. Chief Solaire said a family of five from New Jersey, two parents and their children ages 16, 18, and 21, started at the Katrina Falls Trailhead and were following the Blue Trail late Tuesday afternoon. Chief Solaire said the parents grew tired and went back to the trailhead while the children continued. As the hours passed, the parents started to worry that their children had not returned. Chief Solaire said self-service in that area spotting and it took a while for the parents to get a strong enough signal to dial 911. Once the call came in, the Rock Hill Fire Department responded. They knew that the terrain of the trail was rough and their ATVs was only going to get them so far. About 20 firefighters with assistance from the New York State Forest Rangers and New York State Police headed to the trails on foot to search for the three siblings. Chief Solaris and the firefighters hiked about 15 to 20 miles while searching for the family members. With assistance from the Forestburg Fire Department and the Westbrookville Fire Department, other trailheads were searched. Chief Solaire said the big break came during the early morning hours the next day when one of the siblings was able to get a signal and send his GPS location using the Waze map app. Once the fire department received the GPS coordinates, it led them straight to the siblings. Patricio Arbio has the full story.
Also in news, Judge Schick dismissed jail COVID-19 case. A New York State Supreme Court judge has dismissed a case brought by the New York Civil Liberties Union against the Sullivan County Sheriff's Office and the New York State Department of Corrections and Community Supervision. Quote, as Judge Stephen Schick noted in granting our motion to dismiss, the county jail, its corrections officers, and its medical personnel did not disregard at any point the health and safety of our inmates, County Attorney Michael F. McGuire said in the county press release. He said, quote, I'm gratified at this decision, rendered before we even needed to state our side of the case. Obviously, the court agreed that the NYCLU's petition was without merit and unfounded. You can check out the full story in today's Democrat. In our life section, as co-editor Matt Shortall says in the article, they say it takes a village, but sometimes it takes a county. And that's what happened when Sullivan Renaissance and residents in the village of Monticello worked together to clean up Broadway. Also, a few miles north in Mountaindale, there's a new art shop and spiritual center called Yin, opened by Rebecca Conrad. Shifting into our sports section, Richard Ross ties the bow on the 2020 on 2020 Senior Athletes Series, reflecting on all the athletes he's covered. Also, Eldred graduate David Powers, who went on to have a successful collegiate career at St. Peter's University, recently graduating this past spring, played an outstanding round of golf, historic actually, at Woodlock Springs in Pennsylvania, shooting a 64, which is a course record. That concludes today's podcast. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And to listen to podcasts such as this one, follow us on TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Also, if you'd like to subscribe to The Democrat, call 845-887-5200.